Hello, everyone, and welcome to another bonus episode of Loud and Curious with Krista Rosa. I'm here with Dana Rossi. Hi. Almost Diana Ross on Instagram, <laughs> which is like the fucking best shit I've ever seen in my life. Um, Dana's a fellow television producer. Um, when I put out a casting call for new episodes, Dana was like, I'll do, I'll read some, some reality. She's like, I don't watch yeah. any reality television. I'll read whatever the fuck you want. Let's do this. Yeah. And I was like, okay, yes, game. Whatever um, you do, I will follow. Yeah, basically. And so I, all day today, Googled um, older scenes because I didn't want to do a Housewives because I know that you don't really watch a Housewives. I was like, let me find like MT- older MTV shows that I like miss so much. And I found um, a few good ones. You did. You really did. And um, so basically, I think we should just hit it off the gate and then we'll basically, we're going to hit one really quickly with um, the show that created the reality television as we know it, Newlyweds, Nick and Jessica. And um, we'll do a little scene from that. And then we're going to talk to Dana about television shows she's watching, um, what she's liking, what she's not liking, kind of what we feel. She's going to tell us a personal story. Um, and then we're going to do more scenes. So Ready? Fun. Yeah. Okay. Um, here we go. So this is a scene from, Nick, from Newlyweds, Nick and Jessica. Um, in this episode, Nick has just been uh, auditioning background dancers um, for some for a music video and tour, I like forget that he like continued to do music after he started <laughs> this tel- this show because like what was his career after Newlyweds? Was Nothing. it just him though, or was it, was, it with ninety? I think degrees? it was just him. Okay, all right, but yeah, like no, what? Yeah. Like, I, right, exact, but what exactly <laughs> yeah. was it just him? Um, and so basically, he is doing these backup dancers. So he's sitting down at lunch with like the backup dancers that have made it. And Jessica is shopping for lingerie. That's so nice of him. Like, that's so Madonna to, like, He's really like, be with like, his background break dancers. Break bread with you. Or, like, for but, television. Yeah, because that's the producers so told truth him or dare. Well, yeah. then, yeah. Yeah, too. also that. But, yeah, very Madonna of him to, you know, get really, really become one with his background dancers. Um, and, of course, there's, like, Jessica was like, well, I might just have to, like, come and sit in on that interview, Nick. Like, I don't know if... Or she's like, I might have to be there at the audition so they don't get fresh with you. I don't like trust girls around you. And I was like, oh, ha, ha, Jessica. Like, oh, you fucking idiot. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas in Truth or Dare, Warren Beatty didn't give a shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's, yeah, it was, it's just really funny. And now basically he's at lunch with the backup, backup dancers. And Jessica's, you know, shopping. She's shopping, what any girl does. Um, and also they have flip phones in this. And it just took me back to a time where they had like the Sprint flip phone that like nice. when you see it, you really, really know. And it was just like, oh my god! Remember when that was like the sim- what? Like what a simple time we yeah, lived in. Yeah, when you could really hang up on someone. Yeah, like you know, you could really pointedly hang up on someone. Yeah, now which, it's just like I am, I am hitting my screen hard. Yeah, and that's it, and nobody knows it but you. But yeah, yeah, and it's not as dramatic. This was, which at the end you'll see that she does exactly what you just said. Spoiler. Yeah. Anyway. Spoiler alert. Anyway. <laughs> All right. So we're just gonna get right into it. This is Newlyweds, Nick and Jessica. I will be playing Nick Lachey. And Dana will be playing Miss Jessica Simpson. Um, Here we go. Go ahead. Nick sits at lunch with his backup dancers while Jessica, elsewhere, shops for lingerie. Jessica swipes her credit card and leaves the store. The backup dancers ask Nick when him and Jessica plan to have children. Not for a while, unless Nick Jr. is a surprise. Ring, 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 ring. Jessica opens her cell phone. 
a flip phone and dials Nick's number. But it will be a while for kids. It's just not the right time. I guess I didn't. I shouldn't have done the ring. It's there. fine. Okay. <laughs> Nick's cell phone starts to ring. Ring, 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 ring. We've got too much going on. We're still young and stupid ourselves, you know? Hello? Hey, baby. I went shopping, and you know how I needed bras and underwear? Well, I got two bras and two pairs of underwear. And it was $750. Why didn't you look at the price tag? I didn't look at the price tag. I just signed it and then came outside and looked at the receipt. And I was like, oh, my God, $750. Then go back and say, hey, look, I didn't know how much it was. I don't, I do not want these. I can't take it back. They said there's no exchanges on lingerie or bathing suits. You got to look at the price tag before you pay, babe. Click. Jessica closes her cell phone and walks off. Scene. (laughs) Like that was a scene of reality television back in the day. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Wasn't this the one, wasn't this the show too where the big famous scene was like, She's talking about Chicken of the Sea. She's, yeah. Oh, she was like, but oh, yeah. how can it be tuna when it's chicken? Yeah. Cat Hartwell and Janice Morgan and I just did that a couple nights oh, ago. Really? Oh, really? Oh, my God. That's perfect. That's 1,000%. Yes. Genius casting mm-hmm. all around there. Yep. Yeah. Yep. 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 Um, but yeah, so yeah, that is exactly the, which I call that scene the cradle of life of reality television because that's right. what it is. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so basically that was a scene of reality television back in the day. How fucking weird is that? Very. And not. I mean, uh, yeah. And also think about she just like it, the way that he reacts like in the real scene is like he's just so annoyed that he, she's just like I just spent seven hundred fifty dollars and didn't even realize it and he's like you're an idiot like what are you talking I'm like, sorry but were times tough in the old Lachey house because that's a lot of money to them because it seems to me like it's not it's not no and they have a lot of money it's just the fact of her being like oh I just literally didn't even look at the receipt. And he's just like, well, what do you want me to do about it? Like, there's nothing I can do. She's just like calling her husband being like, babe, can you help? And he's just like, no, there's nothing I can do about it. You're like, we're on in different areas of the city. And like, I, what can I do? Also, I would imagine she could have returned it. Um, they would know she did not wear it immediately. That's the whole thing is about wearing it. Yeah. Well, you know, there's no ex- returns or exchanges. So she was just abiding by the rules. Yeah. That's really good of her. She's a good American. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, so why don't we talk a little bit first? I would you had a really really funny story that you want to tell. Oh yeah, what I had to, when I well it was funny because I was thinking. So we had done a show together, you and me, uh, this year where the story took place in 1991, and I was thinking, and I whenever I do these kinds of shows and it gives a date. Um, I mean, I'm reading it now or I'm working on it now, but then I try to think about okay, well where was I or who was I in this year? Sometimes it helps me with perspective, like... Um, like, what was well, this, I doing in, in 1991? Or, like, this was not just yesterday. You know, I'm, yeah. you know, expecting people I'm interviewing or even law enforcement to remember this as though it was yesterday or as though they just read it like I did. But they don't because, you know, it was something that happened so long ago. And when I think about that in context, I mean, I was 13 in 1991. And this big kind of uh, life-changing thing sort of happened. I didn't think of it as life-changing at the time, but looking back, I think it might have been. Basically, I I was in seventh grade, and for whatever reason, every day when I got up to empty my tray at lunch, these two boys would yell mustache at me. I guess the reason, for whatever reason, the reason was I had a mustache. Um, I mean, uh, you know, I'm Italian, and I was a teenager and going through puberty and everything, and I... Had noticed it, though, like that I had had something on my face when I was eight. 
And I remember we were on vacation in California and I was in the bathroom in the hotel and I was like, well, that shouldn't be there. And yeah. So I grabbed like my dad's razor and I'm going to shave it off. But I couldn't figure out how to get the shaving cream out of his can or whatever yeah so i was just like what will work vaseline that'll work so i slather vaseline on my upper lip and then i sh- sh- shave it off and now i have vaseline all over his razor and i'm like shit he's gonna find out and i panic and i take my thumb and like <gasps> wipe it off on the r- and then all of a sudden it slices my thumb open and vaseline and blood is running down my arm and now it's a medical emergency and everybody knows i shaved my face but my mom was like you know that's gonna come back thicker she's very comforting yeah yeah and <laughs> um and I, you know, I guess it, it did. I mean, it wasn't like so pronounced. I didn't look like Tom Selleck, but you know, it was that kind of like yeah. teenage boy dirt stash. Um, also, like Italian girl going through puberty that has yet to like learn how to wax her mustache, right? Off. Yeah, or yeah. just <laughs> get electrolysis, which is what eventually happened. Yeah. Actually, laser surgery is what eventually yeah. happened. So anyway, um, so they would yell mustache at me every day. Uh, so uncalled for. Still, I mean, whether I had one or not, you know. Uh, and nothing I did um, worked to try to get around it. Like I would ask friends to come up with me, but you know, to empty my tray, but they would just be like, oh, I didn't hear anything. And then I tried to go to the teachers or the guidance counselors and say, you know, everything that you're told to do and everything that we hear now about kids that are bullied and blah, 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 and they should be doing these steps. And it's like, that stuff doesn't work. Yeah. You know, it's the old West. Yeah. You know? Oh, like, yeah. It's like, yeah, it's a jungle out there. Middle school is the old West. And yeah. it's just kind of like, you know, vigilante justice. So I kind of figured that out pretty early. And uh, one day, this was April of 91, I uh, I saw that there was uh, chocolate pudding on the menu for dessert. And so I kept mine and I asked a friend to borrow hers. And when I went up to empty my tray, I walked right over to the table that the two boys were sitting at. And they were all set to call mustache at me. And I just wound up and dumped the two dishes of pudding on both of their heads and the dishes were so like really flimsy, but like full of pudding, and they yeah. exploded, and then hit everybody else at the table. Um, and the the lunchroom like went silent, and then swung back to this like laughter like and screaming. applause. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, holy shit! And I, you know, still could feel like I can still feel like my upper arms being weak. Like I couldn't believe I did this and everything. And um, I mean long story short they never spoke to me again <laughs> um it's like kicking someone's ass in prison because then all of a sudden it was like okay uh now i'm king of the lunch yeah room. yeah yeah yeah. but i did get in trouble i they made me stand in the corner the next day the corner like i don't know and my parents were called in and my dad was like well we're not going to punish her we're going to reward her because this has been happening to her for months and nobody did anything about it yeah and so she took matters, matters into in her, her own, own hands, hands. yes Quite literally. My mom, my mom wanted to know how the two boys were going to be punished. Well, after after the principal said, well, you know, she's going to be punished here. I can't have your daughter going around saying that, like, you know, thinking she can dump pudding on people's heads. Who does she think she is, the queen of Spain? I don't even think Spain has a queen. Anyway, um, so my mom was like, well, how are the two boys going to be punished? And the principal was like, well, they won't be because, like, the fact that they were publicly humiliated, humiliated. by a girl... <laughs> was punishment enough. Will be punishment for years, I was like, years on. This is bullshit. Yeah. But yeah, but it kind of was though. I mean, he yeah. was kind of right because they did sort of take it. People were like pudding. Yeah. <laughs> and instead uh, of yelling mustache. And yeah, yelled. and then nobody nobody bothered me again. That's like the a scene that you think of in like a John Hughes movie. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? And it like literally was your life. <laughs> yeah. Like if Ducky had done that to somebody, yeah. you were like, yeah. I don't know. But it was just um I, I thought about that a lot lately, not just because it's like, you know, when you do these shows and crime shows and 
think about like what year did this crime happen in but um wondering if I had not done that if I had not stood up for myself would I be the kind of person today that you know does stand up for herself or isn't afraid to say what she's thinking or would I would taking it and like trying to hide have set the tone for like like change your trajectory of your yeah. yeah it is weird to think about stuff like that Right. Yeah. Was this premeditated or no? You literally just like picked the pudding up and was like, I'm going to fuck these guys up. No. I mean, I saw I planned it a week in advance. Like I looked at the menu and saw like, oh, what would oh, be messy. Oh, got it, got it, got it. I'm, oh, I'm nice. I'm a planner. We've yeah. met. Yeah, yeah, No, we have You've met. seen I know. I just, I just didn't know if it was like a crime of passion or if it was like. No. No, it was like planned. Yeah. Methodically planned. Nice. That's great. Do you recommend that for other people to do? Yes, it's non-violence. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Um, But, yeah. I mean, to stand up for yourself in whatever way you can. That's not killing or hurting anybody. Yes. Did you, did anyone like, were people like, oh my God, I can't believe that you did that? Or were they like. Yeah. Like people were like shocked, right? Yeah. And then for about a week after, I will say this, people, other people would try to yell something at me just to see what I would do. Yeah. But it was like, oh, I'm not playing that. Yeah, trying to like poke a bear. No, I've done it. Yeah, yeah, You saw it. You were there. Yeah. You know? That's amazing. And then that was it. And it died off because I, I couldn't believe well, I actually like, handled that really well. Plus also like, yeah. Like, also like in high school, like everything is going a mile a minute. Like mm-hmm. in middle school, you know what I mean? Everything is like so important for a second and then it's not. Yeah. And then like, yeah. The crazy thing was that, I mean, again, 1991 before like the internet and everybody having that, um, I had CCD. So, you know, when you didn't go to Catholic school, but you were raised Catholic. Yeah. You, you would, would go to like to to nights, to... night Catholic school, yeah, basically. No. Yeah. <laughs> It's like what it your, was. Your your night Catholic business degree. Yeah. And um it was all the kids from like, you know, other schools, you know, a ways away. And somebody came up to me and they were like, uh, the and we're like girl. Did you dump pudding on and I was like, Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, how do you know about that? There's no internet. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, it's called gossip, Dana. Right. But yeah. how? Yeah. How? Well, did you go to a big school? Um, where I went was uh, Nazareth High School in Nazareth, Pennsylvania. It wasn't big, but it wasn't small. My graduating class was 200-something people. Yeah, so bigger than mine. I was like 84, so like oh, wow. a little bit bigger. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's small. But yeah. still, like, you, wouldn't, you didn't know. But not know, huge. But not you a didn't city know, school. Like, yeah, but you also didn't know, like, a lot of the people, like, around. Like, like you didn't know that person that walked up to you and was like, did you do this? Like, it was just Well, that was somebody person. from a completely different school. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. The, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like you knew. It was like from someone else's school. That, like, you didn't even remotely be. A, no. You weren't even remotely. Wow, you were a legend. Yeah. Yeah. In my own time. That's pretty great. That's yeah. a, also a great story, <laughs> just in general. Just literally, I like picture it so vividly, too. You just like dumping body. Like, and like, also, that's 100% have to have happened in like some TV show sometime. Yeah. Eventually. Yeah. I always remember it, too, in slow motion because I feel like that's how I. Oh, I'm sure it. you felt it in slow motion. Yeah. Like, yeah. There's You don't do stuff like that and it be in real time. No. Yeah. It's like in, think about like in video games whenever you're like, you hear their breath like in like a shooting game when you like would hear their breath or like you'd right. be walking think about like when you play like GoldenEye on like N64 and you'd like <laughs> hear them like running around and like when they get shot you hear like <gasps> <laughs> it was it was all right? of that yeah. yeah wow that's a great story I'm proud of you <laughs> well, even though I didn't you. know you then <laughs> I'm proud of me too um, I think we should go from there to the next scene which is not sure. which is someone who should be getting someone Lauren Conrad who you will be playing in this scene of the hills mm-hmm. she should be dumping putting on Jason's head but she mm. does not so this is this could have been your trajectory basically is this scene 
<laughs> if you would just have been a very timid person and let people walk all over you. If this was my like sliding doors version of uh, there's a Gwyneth Paltrow movie I've never seen, but I know what it's about. Yeah. Like where it's like two paths or what isn't it sliding doors or I is don't it know. something else? I don't know. Shakespeare in love. That's what it was. Ma- yeah. Whatever. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> but basically Lauren Lauren's exude uh, in this scene, Lauren exudes all the things that you um say that you did not become because of uh, the pudding incident. Okay. So basically, this is a scene from The Hills where it's Jason's birthday, her boyfriend. So Jason is Lauren's boyfriend. Um, she is obviously interning at Teen Vogue. Um, and she yeah. was on a photo shoot. And like she basically like... This is back when Teen Vogue, though, was Teen Vogue and not like what it is politically yeah, yeah, yeah. awesome Teen yeah. Vogue. Yeah. Yeah. So photo shoot for clothing. Right. And... She basically like skit, like s- like slinks out early so that she can be at Jason's birthday dinner, um, and he basically is just not nice to her, and that's basically the the story. Okay. Um, and so this is basically Jason's birthday dinner. I will be playing Jason. Um, I do not remember what his last name is, and you will be playing Lauren Conrad. Great. Um, I think Jason's last name is Born. It's not, but. <laughs> 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 Um, and also reference today, Jason, um, like a couple years after the show ended or he was off the show, uh, he checked into, he was on like Soper House with Dr. Drew. So he was abusing alcohol and drugs. So have that in the back of your mind while you read through the scene with me. Oh my goodness. Anyway. Okay. The Hills. Um, here we go. Lauren and Jason get into Jason's black Range Rover. They drive to his birthday dinner. Hi, honey. I missed you. I missed you. I can tell you're excited to see me. I am. I sent you messages all day, every break I got. Okay. If you could get anything for your birthday, what would you pick? Uh, Probably you. You already got that. What else do you want? If you could pick anything. I wasn't with you all day. I wish I was. Do you want to just go home after dinner? I don't know. We'll see. Okay, well, if you want to go home, you can take my car. Where are you going? Huh? After dinner, where are you going? I don't know. I'm just seeing how I feel. If you want to go out, I'll go out with you. I mean, I won't be much fun, but I don't mind going out. They arrive at Blowfish Sushi. They enter a private room full of friends. Everyone cheers as Jason enters. They sit down and begin the festivities. Normal normal conversation ensues. Toasts are made, and everyone is having a fun time. Jason gets up from the table. I'll be right back. Where did he go? Jason returns and sits down at the head of the table, far away from Lauren. Thank you for not sitting by me. That's cool. Are you okay? No, it's kind of lame that he's not sitting by me. Are you and Jason fighting? I'm just sitting here and smiling. I'm not going to fight with him on his birthday. He can't treat me like shit and expect me to be sweet to him, you know? You ready to go out, baby? I'm not going out. You're not going out? All right, we're out of here. They exit the restaurant. Why are you mad at me, Lauren? It's your birthday, sweetie. I'm not going to fight with you on your birthday, okay? I love you. Will you tell me why you're mad? I rushed home for your birthday. Put yourself in my situation. Jason doesn't respond. He walks off and gets into his friend's car. They drive off. Lauren is left with his Range Rover. Scene. Gosh, (laughs) so many many layers. It's like an onion and we pull it back. It's also just like it's a just show. More onion. It's also just <laughs> a show where like nothing happens. Right. Like they like there's no conversations and there's so many just looking shots yeah. of them just like <laughs> silently reacting to nothing. It's very like, Pinterest. It's like 
reaction shots, but they're not reacting to anything. Like it's like whereas <laughs> now like it's like someone says something crazy and then it's like cut to every person's reaction in the room. Right. Whereas this is like pre that where like it's just like react like like that was the fastest version of that scene because there's like ninety million little like reaction shots of like them looking across the table at each other and like not making eyes at each other and then like the guy being like, are you mad at you? Are you guys fighting? And like the random like party person's like, are you guys fighting? And, and Lauren just is like, just like no reaction. Do you know what I so mean? So like, tell me, when was The Hills on? Like what was The, the Hills was like 2000, like I want to say 2006 or five. Okay. So it was like Laguna Beach had started. Okay. And that was basically the real, the reality version of the, the OC. Do you remember the OC, the television I, show? Yeah, I mean, I yeah. knew what it was, but yeah. Um, that Laguna Beach was like the real Orange County was the tagline, and they did they did a season a two, like a season or so of that, and then Lauren got her own spinoff called The Hills, which was like so much better. It was like the best show ever for me as like a sixteen year old, like <laughs> as in like and it, but like watching it back as an adult, I'm like, oh my god, nothing happened in this show at all. But it was like it's still like so nostalgic and hilarious. Yeah. But like the genre of reality was so was so infantile that like none of what we have today is like the real tropes and like the, the like constructs of reality television exist in this show. Yeah. And it's just basically them just like Franken biting things together to make it look like something's happening, but yeah. it's not. And also just them just being like passive. Yeah. It's not them like taking the bull by the horns and like being in the show. It's literally just them being like everyone in the scene is passive. Do you know what I mean? Like right. Basically other than like a few times. It's kind of interesting that we're getting far enough along with reality television that we can see the, just the styles of it from like whatever the I early could talk aughts about it to forever you know when like, you thought when you yeah. think about like okay so the early days of the sitcom you know like three camera and laugh track and you know the kinds of situations they were if something was episodic as opposed to being like an arc throughout a season or something yeah. like that you know whereas then that evolves over time now we're being able to or we're able now to see how that is in reality yeah which is kind of interesting I, I like want to write a paper on it, honestly. Yeah. If I feel like I was like, if I really feel like I would ever go back to like school, <laughs> I don't know if this <laughs> isn't this like isn't a like, a major, but I would learn to like study reality television and like what and like what was going on in the world and like why the shows were what they were. I and, mean, like, if you wanted the, to go back for like psychology and wanted to do your doctorate on like reality, that's like what reality it would be. television and the effect on people's psyche and blah blah blah. There you go. Yeah, there maybe you go. I dissertation, will. bam. Yeah, thanks, Dana. Defend that shit. <laughs> Um, speaking of television, what shows are you watching right now? Well, not I a lot just, of reality. You don't watch a lot of reality, correct? I, I watch Drag Race. Yeah, I love Drag Race, and my Instagram feed is all the Drag Race queens. I love it. Yeah. Um, but that's done. I will say, I mean, Aquaria is great. Uh, very, very talented. It has not escaped me though that in ten seasons of Drag Race, regular Drag Race with what three All Stars now, two or three All Stars, we haven't had one. A uh, plus size queen. Yeah, win? that I have has a lot not of escaped me. We've had queens of color, amazing, um, but we have not, and and different ages, but we have not had a plus size queen win. I have a lot of um, after watching the reunion, which like by the way, everything in the, that show literally is just like uh, like the opposite of what it should be in the sense of like the reunion should come after the finale. And I know like, they just were it's like, so nope, stupid. We're do it and here. also, like the Untucked, I understand that Untucked was like its own thing. Untucked like, got its own it. Emmy nomination. I get that it's like its own thing, but like it needs to go in the middle of the show. Like it needs to be a part of the show now. Make the show two hours long and put Untucked because Untucked is like all the part. It's a, it's such a throwaway thing now because like it. I know who went home. 
Like all the drama's there, but it's like out. It's like displaced in That's time. Interesting. Yeah. It should just be a two-hour show. Well, maybe in my because opinion. they're trying to just get you to not focus on who's going home and focus on like the drama that's going on backstage. But like, yeah, I guess. But like, it's fueled by I that. Don't know. Fenton, I don't know. Fenton, Randy, are you listening? I don't like it. I just don't like it. Anyway, <laughs> I, I don't know. I had a lot of reservations about the rea- the reunion as well, and like and like the way that Rue, like the whole blowdown that they all had. I was like, mm, yeah. Mm. And like, I don't know if I'll be watching next season. But anyway, so you love Drag Race? I do. I do. Um, so I watched that. Uh, what else am I? So let's see. What am I DVR? You really like Glow. Oh, I loved Glow. And the second season, amazing. I'm sure everybody agrees because I'm sure everybody's watching it. Yeah. Um, it's just, and I'm usually not so hot. I love a first season and I watch it 10 times yeah. over and over and it becomes my best friend. And then I think that just raises my hopes too high for well, a second season. And if it is successful in the first season, then the second season is most likely always horrible. Or, yeah, Some, it's just like a time. sophomore slump because yeah. then you're not hearing no as much or maybe, you know, because something is a success and it's just like, but that did not apply this time. Yeah. It is phenomenal. It's so good. I heard that it's really good. I have yet to even watch the first season, watch so it. I need to go back and do that. It's so good. It's I. It's definitely on my list. I'm a little things, puzzled. As to, I think Betty Gilpin's great. She plays uh, Debbie, who's like the blonde. Uh, I'm just as for somebody who hasn't watched it. That's yeah, why yeah. I'm putting that. Um, and she's fantastic. But how Allison Brie did not get nominated for an Emmy, I don't know. I don't. Uh, that's unreal to me. Yeah. Because she's she's the heart. It's amazing. You're saying. Yeah. Um, sec- and everyone says second season's really good, and people are like really, really happy, and they're not at all like at all disappointed with no, the second season. I'm not. That's good. What, I think um, it's as good at, if not better, as good as, if not better. Better. Than the first oh, one. really? Yeah. That's good yeah. to know. Okay, that's promising. They they really go to a different place uh, with the relationships, uh, the dynamics of Debbie and Ruth's relationship. That's Gilpin and Bree. Yes. Um, evolve and are real and aren't cartoonish. I mean, it's just really, it's just a wonderful show. All right, well, you sold me. Good. All right, I need to go watch it. Um, what Glow, else? So Glow is amazing. What else are you watching that um, you really I, like? I also love Nailed It. Do you ever watch you Nailed It? You were the one that was like, did you watch the show yet? And I was like, <laughs> no. And you were like, you need to watch it. My mom and my sister are obsessed with it. I lo- Because I also love Great British Baking Show, yeah. which is people who are phenomenally good, and that Nailed It, they are not. But what I love about Nailed It um, is that it's good-natured. In the same way that British Baking Show is good-natured. This, everybody's in on the joke. Yeah. Nobody's made to feel like, you know, they aren't... Like, you're the worst person They aren't ever. worth yeah. living, you know, if... And no one's, like, tricked. Like, in, no. right? Like, it's kind of like, people are like, oh, I have no idea what I'm doing, and I'm just gonna, like, take a everybody's swing. Everybody's laughing and having a good time. Usually when they taste it, it's like, oh, this is actually good, because it's all sugar. Yeah, Who's yeah, not duh. gonna love yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. So it's just, it's it's fun. That show is so fun. It's on Netflix as well, right? That's on Netflix. Nicole Byer, right? Correct? Yeah. Yeah. She's She's terrible. hilarious, yeah. Um, so I love that. Uh, what else? that just else? came out with like six episodes, right? That or came out the same day Glow came out. I was like, what are you doing to me, Netflix? Yeah. And I'm also really busy that weekend. And they knew, was, but they just knew that you needed new content. That's really what it is. Yeah, that is very true. That um, I couldn't be watching this over and over. Um, what else am I like... What else have Are I you watching, watching a Handmaid's Tale? I know it's like been. I, I can't. It's the second season is so. Like, oh, it's not that. It's I couldn't like, watch the first season because oh. it's too much. Like, yeah, you know, that's too real. I don't think it's sci-fi. I don't think it's future. Um, yeah, it's the second season is very was very violent, and for a long time I was like, I can't watch this right now because it's like too upsetting. Yeah, because it was just like so a lot. Yeah. Um, what about? Are you watching a? 
What are the other things that are on right now? Have you watched Sharp Objects? Everyone's telling me that it's really good. I have read that book. Good. Actually, I was working at um, I was working at Random House when that was published. Oh, really? And uh, I remember I had just started. I was uh, a publicity assistant, and I had just started. And uh, in one of the empty offices, one day was Gillian Flynn just signing all of the books. Casual. And yeah. yeah, just cash, just there. And I like kind of knocked and I was like, Can I, I would just love to talk to you about Sharp Objects, how much I love. She's like, oh my God, you're so nice. And so we talked a little bit. Oh, that's nice. But it was really cool. Yeah. yeah. And the cool thing too is so Stephen King had blurbed the book for her, you know, wrote on the back like something about it. And um, she waited in a line two hours to meet him then. And he's not looking, he's not like looking up at any, he's like signing people's books and like they keep moving. And cause he's Stephen King, he doesn't look yeah, at he you. He doesn't care. Yeah. And she just kind of went up and she said, Mr. King, I just um, want to thank you. You blurbed my book, Sharp Objects. And that meant a lot to me. And he went Gillian and looked up and said that that was Sharp Objects was the most like terrifying thing he had read. And like, I mean, like you could imagine. Oh my God, like, can what you imagine? Yeah. I would be like on the, fl- wow. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. And she told so, you this, I'm assuming, right? She this didn't tell. She didn't tell me that. We talked just about the book itself. Yeah. But like, she told me. Uh, but I had read that yeah, in the yeah. article or whatever. That's yeah. amazing. All right. Well, that's good. That also gives me people are like raving and ranting and raving about it. Yeah. That so on I do HBO. Have to check so it I need, out yeah, I need to watch I it too. I love that book. Yeah. Um. Any? What else? Are you? What's on your DVR? What is on my DVR? Well, a lot of stuff. My husband's. Uh, like, what is on his? Um, Legion, and, um. I mean, we both have like last week tonight and yeah. like full frontal that we have to like plow through because I haven't I haven't been catching up with those. Also on my DVR, younger, I'm into it. People like it. I'm into it. It's yeah. fun. It's quality actors. I mean, because it's like a lot of br- like so. Miriam Shore was yeah. like in the original Hedwig. Um, you know, um, I mean, Sutton, Sutton Foster is a two time right? yeah. Tony winner. Um, Hilary Duff, amazing. Hi, hello. And Peter Herman, so hot. Saw him online at Michael's once. Nice. Yeah. Did you say hi? No, I was like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, which I do not react to people like that. It's just like, oh, that's so and so. That's pretty cool. Like the time I saw Paul Giamatti in a Barnes and Noble. But yeah, this was totally different. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Need like, should right, I so watch or is it like? It's fun. Don't you're not gonna. It's not gonna like change your life or anything. But it's fun. But it's just like a fun, good. Maybe that's it's a, a good fun, like filler. Like funny show. Yeah. Like it knows what show it is. That's good to know. Yeah. Yeah. People like it. People talk a lot about it. So, like, yeah. Yeah. It's just a fun show. Anything else? Any other ones that you're watching? And now Any- I'm watching Pose. That's been on my oh, DVR. Yeah. And you're like not loving oh. it. I, re- I want to love it. Obviously, I was so excited about that. I love that time in New York. I love that, you know, I love ball culture and, and all of that and fascinated by that. Um, Ryan Murphy, why? Why? Why are you doing this? Um, why does he insist? <laughs> On taking things I love, like that, like, you know, Stevie Nicks in season three of American Horror Story, and, and ruining it! Why does he, yeah. I don't know, I just, I, I don't know. It's I, a lot. I, he's putting out a lot of content, and he's really, like, the. it's, I think what my thing with him is now is, is, like, yeah, like, this was all funny and really cool, but now you've done this so much, and been, like, I'm, like, stunt casting these, like, gay icon characters that like everyone's gonna be like oh my god yeah and now like that's like just you now and now that's not like it's the novelty has been gone right so that's for yeah like definitely for american horror story i did like the people versus oj simpson i thought that was well because it was like a salacious amazing story that we were the entire world was captivated by right duh and i thought thought that was well done but like 
did the. But I didn't see the Versace one. I didn't I know, see exa- Feud either. Exactly. So I should probably know. But like yeah. exactly, we didn't see any of those ones. <laughs> and why you know would what I mean? Be? Not to be. You know what I mean? Because it's like what I what I'm, I'm just assuming I'm getting the same thing that I'm getting on the other one. You know? Yeah. I don't know. And Pose is the music in Pose is awesome. Playlist already on my Spotify. Nice. But I don't know. I just the way the characters talk to one another isn't really how people talk. You know, no matter where you are, like no matter who you are or where you are, it's just very it's yeah. too affected. You know, it's o- it's still in its like infancy though, correct? It's still only a couple. Yeah, it episodes did get a second in, right? season, so this was just season one. Yeah, I think. But and it's, I think it's, it's still airing, right? It's only like a few episodes. Yeah, in at I this think point. there was. Yeah, I think they're like six in or something like yeah, that. Yeah. Okay. Care. So, give it hope, but you. Yeah. I know. I keep watching. My husband's like, "Why do you keep watching it if you don't like it?" I'm like, "Because like, I feel it like it's good. gonna like dance this mess around." Yeah. But I don't know. I feel like put. I need to watch it. I haven't seen it seen it at all. But yeah. We'll see. We'll see, and then we'll confer later if we like yeah. both feel the same. I also want to say this, Ryan Murphy, you, your production company, you have a lot of money, okay? And now where shows that take place in New York in specific time periods, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, The Deuce, have really upped the ante. Yes, they have on the locations. Oh, yes, they and have. On the Marvelous design. Mrs. Maisel. You literally, I watch it and I'm like, how the fuck did they shoot this? They're amazing? going down Park Avenue. And she's f- driving in her car, and they have a old bus passing her, yes, and then they do. all their every single car on the side of the street is an old car. Mm-hmm. It was like the actual so amazing. The I set love that design show. and everything, everything put into that show, yeah, is insane. I sent my mom a screener thing of it, and she literally was flipping out about how amazing it yeah. was. Like when I, I literally texted her and was like, the second season is shooting, and she was like, couldn't. She was like, all capital screaming yeah. at me via text messages. I actually uh, know the woman who plays Zelda. Oh my god! Really? Yeah, it's th- it's an amazing show. Yeah, no, she, and she'll was post- she like so excited? Oh god! Yeah, yeah, and she'll post photos of like, oh, we had our first table read today or whatever, and it's like all the women. Yeah, you know, it's just like yeah. it's the most amazing. I mean, it, it the, the you're so right that the locations are on another level. Yeah. So it's like get on that level. Well, that's the thing. It's like so. Don't show me a shot of like you know what was it like 10th and Waverly or whatever with the streets like an aerial shot of like someone coming out of a bar you know at 10th and Waverly where I can see the street signs and I know that's not what the street signs looked like in 1985 yeah like Like, do better please do a little better you have the money (laughs) you're not an idea no we yeah you have the money yeah yeah and like like you said like Marvelous is Maisel and uh, what was the other thing that you said the deuce the deuce yeah like hello yeah hilarious (laughs) It's like, I'm the same way. I'm like, what the fuck is this shit? Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I watched some, there was some like weird documentary about CBGBs, but it wasn't a documentary. It was like some scripted movie where then they show you a character waiting for the subway and you see a subway go by that has like the LED screens. I was like, in 1976? Yeah. Like, no. <laughs> what the fuck? Then don't show that. If you yeah, know that you can't it out, do frame that. Frame it out. Frame it out. <laughs> Ridiculous. Yeah. Also put a little money into it. Do you yeah. want this to be authentic or not? Yeah. Clearly. But I know that there is money. It's especially if you're licensing all that music. Yeah, there's money. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well that's probably where all the money went though. Right. I mean, that's so it's <laughs> like we gotta stick with these street signs Fucking, because yeah. because we had the license meeting in the ladies' room. So, you know. Yeah. True. <laughs> so expensive. So expensive. Um yeah. On speaking of so expensive, something that wasn't expensive <laughs> was Lauren's apartment. <laughs> um, nice. Good. In the hills. solid. This you don't know this, but so Heidi, Heidi was Lauren's best friend, and we're gonna do our last scene, which okay. is um, 
uh, the scene of forgive and forget. And anyone that's seen The Hills knows this, knows exactly what scene I'm talking about. Heidi and Lauren were best friends in, in the first season. And Heidi's boyfriend, Spencer, mm-hmm. started to spread rumors that Lauren had, this is not on the show, this was on the like blogs. And also when like blogs okay. were like a huge deal. Wow. And, like, and this was like behind the scenes. So this is kind of the infancy of like, this is like a fight that they're kind of all fighting about something that you're not, that you don't know. Like they're never saying what they're fighting about, mm, okay. but you know, and you know what it is, but they yeah. can't say it on TV. So this is like the, f- oh. one of the first things of that. Oh my goodness. Of the like, you know, which the first fight that they had about this was she screaming at screaming at each other. You know what you did. You know what you did. And she couldn't say you spread rumors that I had a sex tape and that I had like a weird vagina Blah, blah, blah. Like, that was the rumor that she had a weird <laughs> vagina and there was a sex tape that proved she My had God. a weird vagina. So, you can't say that on MTV at this point. But right. you can, like, but they're, like, fighting about something that you don't know about and then they're kind of, like, hinting at it. But and you know what it is because you've, like, read the internet and it's told you this, but you they can't say it on TV. I do love, though, that we still, even now, and they did it then, but even now, we still call them sex tapes. Like tapes. Yeah. Like VHS Like a VHS tape. tape. Like a tape. Yeah. And not just video. Not like it's a, a video. sex tape. Yeah, it, it, we do say that. You're right. We yeah. do still say that. I have never thought about that before. Yeah. <laughs> so speaking, of, she Any had a hoodle. sex. So she had a sex tape. Apparently, right. I don't think that it actually did exist, and I do not believe that it ever has been released. Like I don't think it was actually real. It was just a rumor. Um, and she's mad. They were mad, and she basically told her like, "Never speak to me ever again." And Heidi basically comes over to try to apologize to her, and Lauren's like not having it at all. <laughs> um, and this is kind of the last scene that they think that they ever have with each other. Oh my actually. god! Oh wow! Okay, pressure. So yeah, I hope so, I do this justice. Um, this is a very famous scene for people that know the hills. They will know it's called "Forgive and I don't Forget." Let you down. I will be playing Heidi Montag, and you will be reprising your role as Lauren Conrad. Okay. Um, and here we go. This is "Forgive and Forget." Lauren hears a knock at the door and opens it. Heidi walks in with a bouquet of flowers. Hi, I brought you these. Thanks. Watch out, because they have a couple thorns right where, right there, and they might prick you. Lauren throws the bouquet on the kitchen counter. Heidi looks around the apartment. Well, this looks very different. It is different. It's very nice. Thanks. Well, I must say that I'm very impressed. You're very clean. Did a maid come? No. Audrina makes me clean. <laughs> Congratulations. Um... I just wanted to talk to you and I'm so sorry about how things went the other night when I saw you. I've just been so frustrated and I know you have been too. So many he said, she said, stupid rumors and this and that and I can swear to you on my life and to God and everything that I really had nothing to do with that. But did Spencer? I mean... I don't know if Spencer had anything to do with that. You're lying to me. I'm not lying. If Spencer did anything, I'm sorry on his behalf. I can't control Spencer. You know he did it, though, Heidi. Don't look at me and say that you don't know because you know. You think I had an idea of what was going on? I think that you know that Spencer did this. I think you don't want to believe it because you love him, and I understand that because sometimes when you love people, you want to believe they're good. Lauren, he's not bad. He's not bad. He did this to me. And you want me to say he's a good person? Yeah, but Lauren... I really, really, really wish you could know how bad it was. I mean, I wish I could take it back. You think I don't miss you as a friend? And you don't think I wish none of this happened? I had no idea anything was happening. I really had no idea. Heidi, sometimes whether you did something or you did nothing, it's just as bad. I'm not Spencer, and I can't control Spencer. How can you hate someone so much that you make them want to wish they were dead? 
Spencer doesn't hate you. I'm so sorry. This is the person who went around and made calls and made an effort to make sure that everyone would... This is the person who went around and made calls and made an effort to make sure that everyone would hear these things about me. This is the person who you want to marry and spend the rest of your life with, and you have to live with that. Lauren, I love Spencer. Good. You know you must really love him to stick by him through all this. I'm not saying Spencer's an angel. Well, I didn't come here to fight with you. I really didn't. I just came here to say that I'm really sorry for all that you've been through, and I'm so sorry that things have happened this way. I appreciate that. It was really hard for you to apologize. I understand that, and I really do appreciate it, but the only thing, really, that there is to do is forgive and forget. So, I really do. I want to forgive you, and I want to forget you. Yeah, well, it was great seeing you. The apartment looks great, and I hope you have a great life. Have a great night, Lauren. Scene. Wow. That is iconic television Gosh, right there. I'm sorry. I feel so much right now. This is like after the time I saw Dancing in, Dancer in the Dark, and I just couldn't see anyone. You just right you didn't know. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great. It's exactly <laughs> like that. Um. Again, like what? What are they talking about? Nothing. What? What are any of the words that they're saying? Nothing. But like you know that thing I, you said about I, yeah, me. Yeah. Yeah. You know that you knew that. Yeah, I knew that you know. Like that was one of your. Why lines. was that? I know, why was that? Why was that popular? Why was that a thing? Why like, was that a device that was so popular? What do you mean? The not talking about whatever it was. Because they couldn't be like, it was too, because like I'm a 15 year old watching the show and they can't be like, you had a sex tape. What is she going to say? Like now it's like so, it's like audiences were younger and not and more like, it would be so out of the element of the thing for her to be like, you said that I had a sex tape and that my vagina was weird. Like that's, it's not as, and also she was a very wholesome person, so I'm sure that she was like, I'm not going to say what this is because I can't, that will tarnish my reputation. Right. And the whole point of it was that she's not someone, she was like America's the sweetheart, like the golden girl. And the fact that she had a sex tape was what, like the fact that she was rumored to have a sex tape is what hurt her whole reputation. And that was oh, the whole point okay. was that people were like, yeah. wholesome no more, Lauren Conrad sex tape, like we're trying to find it, like that kind of thing. Yeah. And again, these are just rumors. I don't even, again, I don't even ever think this has even ever existed. But the whole point of the thing that was so bad for her was that like her entire reputation was tarnished because she was like America's sweetheart. It'd be saying if like you heard that like Carrie Underwood had a sex tape, you'd be like, oh my God. Or like, who's someone that's like America's sweetheart? Like, I don't know. People say Reese Witherspoon, but like she doesn't like that apparently. Um, well. But like, do you know what I mean? Like a celebrity that's just a very like not super like, controversial or very like Betty White yeah like if she had <laughs> like if something like that that was the whole point but like it was the point of being like oh, we have to have this fight because that's what we're upset about but I'm not gonna say what it's about because I don't want that to further hurt my reputation and like I'm a 15 year old watching this I'm gonna be like what is this like a sex tape like like what the fuck like she had a sex tape and then I'm gonna go and like get on Google because that existed at that point and like go Google her sex tape and then I'm gonna read every single Perez Hilton article that's like Lauren Conrad's <laughs> oh, sex tape do you know what I mean like I thought about Perez Hilton in a yeah, long time yeah right think about that but like that was what it was at the time was like Perez Hilton and like not even Radar Online didn't even exist yet and like barely TMZ you know what I mean it was like really just like in like page six and like that kind of stuff yeah so it's like that was the thing it's crazy. Oh my God. Iconic scene. I, yes. Iconic television. Iconic television. I've, I've quoted that line so many times. I want to forgive you and I want to forget you. Like not, <laughs> not seriously to someone, but like, and people are like, oh fuck. And I'm like, yeah. Um, I saw Elaine Stritch live once. 
I think it was her show at Liberty. And she talked about, uh, she told this great story about Marlon Brando and how he may have liked her or, or something like that. And then she wasn't really interested or she didn't quite get that he liked her. And they went on a date, not date. I, th- I hope I'm remembering this correctly. And then the next time they were in rehearsal together, like she was trying to talk to him and he didn't want to talk to her. And he said, Elaine, I want two things from you. Oh my God. Silence and distance. Oh my God. And that's like my favorite kind of line. <laughs> That's amazing. Why do I feel like you say that to your husband like all the time? <laughs> I would like use that on my spouse all the time. Yeah. That's amazing. Silence and distance. Yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah. No, I love that story. Um, any final thoughts before we wrap this up? Final thoughts are, you know, we're doing this in Astoria Park. Can I say that? Yeah, absolutely. I kind of forgot by, to say it. We're sitting by the pool, and they, they close at 7. They close the pool at 7, but there are people in there. So I'm sort of wondering, like, what's... Uh, yeah, it's 7.53 current time. Yeah, I wonder so if it's... I don't know if you had this growing up, but, like, at the public pool where I grew up, they would have dip and dance. Or, like, night swim. Yeah. That's what we had. And night swim, yeah. Maybe that's what they're doing right that's now. My final thought is dip and A dance. A public pool really brings you back. Yes. And, like, New York is not, like, an adolescent place for me. Like, it's a place that I came as an adult. But, like, looking at that public pool, I'm like, wow. Remember when that was your life? That is still my life, actually. I go to that pool. Oh, that's nice. It's it's clean. Oh, it's clean that's great. And lovely. Yeah. Wow. Well, I'm going to have to come over soon. Oh, my God. Yes, you do. Is it a membership pool? Or no? You no, just go, right? free. That's yeah. amazing. All right. Well, that's, uh, I think, a good way to end it, right? We're going <laughs> to take, we <laughs> should go take, we should go take a night swim. Yes. Um, Dana, where can people find you online if you'd like to be found? Um... Look at my email address. No, don't give them your email address. I mean, Nick, you can give them that if you want, but like Instagram. Instagram. So I am. I am almost.diana.ross. That's the best name ever. Almost Diana Ross. Yep. Um, that's great. Thank you so much for doing this with me. Sure. This has been really, really fun. This has been fun. <laughs> and hearing Thank your you. stories. Um, you guys know where you can find me. It's at the Crystal Rosa Um you can find the show at Loud and Curious, and you can find my new blog, Attention Seeking Homebody, which is coming out with a lot of new stuff very, 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 very soon. Um, and I think that's really it. Thanks for another bonus episode. And again, Dana, thank you for sharing your story. Thank you. Bye.